the middle of the Maimer, we were discussing the story where they came to Rajbi to ask him to daven for rain or to bring rain down. And instead of doing what's conventionally done, which is to daven for rain, he says, Taira, on the Pasuk, and he brings rain down. So Rabbi Seinu Nesienu ask that generally rain is brought down through tefillah and through fasting. In some places it says through tshuva. Bases it on a pasuk. It says yareif kamatar likhi, and there's a gemara that says on that pasuk that when the briyos break their oiref, it says yareif kamatar, which literally means to drip. My words drip like rain, but the Chazal learn it, Yarev, when the Yidin break their Oyref, like Amkshe Oyref, their stiff neck, in other words, they stop doing Averis, then Matar will come. So Matar is very much dependent on Tefillah and, and how worthy the Mata is, the people are. And over here, Ashbi just says, Taira, and rain comes down. So we explained that Tefillah and all of its virtues are included within Taira. Whatever Tefillah has, Taira has. And therefore, he was able to accomplish that through Taira and not through Tefillah. And we said, actually, what's accomplished through Taira is much more smooth than what happens through Tefillah. Tefillah is where, as we said, the Mata needs to make themselves worthy. And there's a lot of Menias Kovim. When a person asks for something, do they deserve it? Don't they deserve it? They try elevating themselves through tefillah. And as we said, it's a, it's a journey, it's difficult. Taira is very smooth. Taira is as if there's no issues. Taira says the way it is, the way it should be, and it's smooth. So if someone can bring something down through Taira, through basically paskening that this is the way it should be, like fixing the blueprint will automatically fix the building. So that's the way of Taira. And that's where we're holding. Rashbi didn't just say Taira. He spoke specifically words of The real peace that's within Taira, because as we said, Taira is peaceful. And the whole title was given only to bring peace in the world and to make peace between Hashem and the world. Although a lot of these words doesn't say in this mimer, but in other places. But now specifically within Taira, the place to find peacefulness is in Pnimiyas Taira more. The last Taman Pnimiyas Taira is this perfect world, so to speak. It's the world viewed by Hashem in Hashem's eyes. That's Pnimiya Satayra. Nigla de Taira, on the other hand, although it doesn't speak about it by Rechus over here, Nigla de Taira is very much taking the world that we know into consideration and dealing with the world that we have and trying to make peace in a world of Machlekes. Two people are fighting and one of them is even a liar and Nigla de Taira needs to deal with that. Not only that, Within Nigla the Torah, there's arguments between Tanayim and Amarayim. Obviously, arguments that are fueled by L'shem Shamayim, trying to find the truth. But there's arguments, and there's meant to be arguments. Elu ve'elu divrei 
but there's plural. There's not achtos. Again, it's a holy, uh, it's a holy machlekes, but it's machlekes as opposed to pnimi asatayra. There are different forms of, of redemption. It says, You redeemed my nefesh from a war in peace. A person can end up peaceful after a war, through a war. There's also a way in which you avoid war by making peace with the enemy. But then there's even a higher level. The greatest level of being redeemed in a peaceful way. There's no need for war. And you don't even need to do anything specifically, actively, to avoid war. There aren't any enemies to fight. Or sometimes in the Maimarim it explains that there's no war because they're afraid of, of, the, of the other side. So they're not fighting because they're afraid, but they are enemies. A higher level is where there's no enemies. It's completely peaceful. Obviously, that's going to be in, full, in its fulfillment and it's in its totality in, in um, when Mashiach's going to come. It's not going to be the enemy. Like the Mitla explains over there that that's when full peace is going to be reached. And in a person, what that means is where they find a certain peacefulness inside of themselves, where there's no war. That's only when someone learns and is megala, that part inside of them, that they don't even feel like there is an enemy. And that's again, activated and inspired and awakened through which just reminds the person the truth that they know where there isn't even an enemy. Writes that at the end of days, when Mashiach is going to come, there's not going to be hunger or war, no jealousy, no competition. The world is going to be busy with. Even the Goyim are all going to be busy with. They're only going to be interested in knowing Hashem's knowledge and knowing Hashem. Just to point out, it says, I'm just pointing out, the Rebbe doesn't point that out. But again, it means every detail in our world, based on what the Rebbe said before. Everybody's going to be busy with knowing Hashem. And therefore, in those days, when even the Gaim are interested in Yediyas Hashem, so the Yidin are going to be very, very wise, and they're going to know the secrets, and they're going to know the Das Bayram, they're going to know Hashem's, Hashem's way of thinking. As much as the person can. As it says, that the world is going to be filled with the knowledge of Hashem, like the water covers the sea. And today, before the times of Mashiach, we can taste it. We can have a taste of it. Even the Goyim can have a taste of it. And definitely a Yid. And those that are wise within the Yidin, which doesn't necessarily mean smart intellectually, 
every year that has that sense that can tap into this, can tap into what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes. Every one of us was given the Torah as an inheritance. That the Torah was given to us in a way of Yerusha, which basically means every Yid has equal rights to it. A person can own Torah. It can become their very own. In other words, can become very internalized within them as if this is their way of thinking. He calls them. So what we have is that knowing and peace are synonymous. They go together. As we know, it's connected to Yotas Kislev. And the Rebbe said that Pasuk. That's when Yafutsu Maynasecha spreading the knowledge of Hashem and the awareness of Hashem all over. That began mainly primarily on Yotas Kislev. Spreading Baal Shemtiv's Torahs, ultimately really spreading Rashbi's Torah, Pnimiyas HaTorah. But if in the Esparnas of Chabad, in a way that even the brain can understand it and internalize it. Shazen Nasa Begilei Adi Afat Semayana Sabal Shemtiv, but if in the Hoylech Humayisiv Va'ayr, this is through the Baal Shemtiv's Torah that makes Pnimiyas HaTorah much more understood. Achma Gielo Chutz Shein Chutzmi Chutzay Menu until it reaches the furthest Chutzah which is outside of Kedusha, when he calls him over the Kshom, Rashbi Divri Tereb Pnimiyas HaTorah, Shish Lemos Inyan HaShalem Mumenucha, Haisa Yedeid Zeh Yerida Samat Rebuchala Elam Kula, Baifin Shal Menucha V'chulu. So what comes out of all of this is that when Rashbi said Torah, specifically Pnimiyas HaTorah, the rain came down in a very peaceful manner, in a very tranquil manner. Hemshech Yavoy, in the next year, Meretz HaShem.